Hey everyone, I wanted to come share with you today about how to start free choice reading with your classes if you already have a classroom library. On a different episode, I'll share more about what to do to build the classroom library, but I wanted to share with you on what you can do if you already have a classroom library. So if you have either class-created texts or things that you have printed or novels or news articles or anything like that, I would suggest displaying them in a way that the students can see the covers and see the pictures and see things that are gonna draw their attention in and make them want to read it. So the first things I do when I'm starting to introduce reading is I really want to hook the students and get them wanting to read. I want to get them excited about reading because then once reading actually starts, they're going to enjoy it more. And I really want to emphasize that you should do something with your library and about getting reading going every single day. Make it a normal part of class so that students, when they come to your class, they understand that this is just something that they do. It's not like, oh man, today's the day we have to read, or oh, it's Friday, we read on Fridays, or oh, it's Monday, we read on Mondays. But every day, this is what we do. This is what we do in French class, this is what we do in Spanish class. We read every single day. You know, if there's time to time when you need to not read one day, that's okay. But it should be the norm that you're doing something with reading, whether it's something with a library and free choice reading, or other reading options that I can talk about on a later episode. So the first thing that I would do is I would do book talks or reading material talks if you don't have actual books. And basically during this time, you will take the book, and I'm going to use books as an example because those are easier to explain. And either in English, if you have true novices, or in the target language, if your students can understand what you're saying and you make yourself comprehensible to them, you can show them the cover, you can talk to them about the summary of the book and what happens or maybe an exciting part of the book if you've read it and you know. Um, and basically you're just taking a couple minutes to share a little bit about the book. And so often I will, um, I will just read the summary on the back of the book or I will tell them in Spanish in my classes about something that happens and kind of leave them on a cliffhanger while I draw out parts of the scenes to help scaffold their understanding and their comprehension. I also will oftentimes have students do book talks. So if students did reading the previous year, I will have them grab an item off the shelf that they enjoyed, come to the front of the class, and I have them do this in L1 or in English, and they just say what they liked about the book, why they liked it, and why some of the other kids should should read it as well. And so that I also did when I started introducing reading to my students. The next thing that I often will have them do is I will, I will preview books with them. So if you have a document camera or a way that you could project a page or two, um, because there is an allowance made um, with the copyright with only showing a small percentage of it, and you are just going to read through it with the students. And when I do this, I talk through them how they can know if this book is right for them, is a right fit for them with understanding standing and with level of difficulty. So I'll talk with the students about looking at the cover, looking at the pictures if there are pictures in it, reading the summary on the back, and then I will open up to the pages and we'll actually read together for a couple minutes, just a page or two, and we will discuss what it means. And if the students have a hard time telling me what it means, then I'll say something to them like, do you all feel that right now this would be a good fit book for you and why? And I have that discussion with them in L1 because I really want them to understand that some of these books aren't going to be for them. And that's fine. That's why I have a variety that they might want to 
pick one that's a different topic or a different difficulty level, and that's why I have all of the options for them. And then I make sure to explain to them, just because it's a book that you don't want to read now or is too a little too difficult for you now, that doesn't mean that in a month or in two months or next year, this isn't going to be a book that you're going to you're not going to want to that you're going to want to pick up. It just means that right now it's not a good fit for you. So I will do book talks for quite a few days. Sorry, I'm in school recording this. Shh, don't tell. I will do book talks for quite a few days. I will also um, have students do book talks. I will preview books with them where we actually check them out and talk about them. And then one thing that I really like to do is I like to do speed dating with the novels and with the reading materials. So what I do is I have the students create a list on a piece of paper if they have a notebook, you can do it in there or a binder, or you could give them a special piece of paper for this. And I just have them write down the title of the book that they look at, and then I have them create a rating system. So it could be a smiley face or a sad face. It could be a one through five. It could be a star system. It could be just yes or no that they're interested in reading the book. And so I give one book to each student or one item because you could do this speed dating with news articles or with class-created texts or with free printouts um, that you found online or things like that, I give each student one item and then I give them one minute to look at it. And I said, you're not going to get a chance to read everything or get into the story, but you get a chance to hold the item and feel it and see if it's something you're interested in. And so I give them a minute and I tell them they're doing this silently. I tell them to look at the front, look at the back, look at the inside, try to read it. And then when I say time's up, they rate the book, they write down the book and they rate it on their notebook page and then I have them pass it to their neighbor. And then we repeat the minute over again and we keep doing that. And I'll do this for maybe five to seven minutes each day for, you know, a few days so that they get exposed to 15 or 20 different types of text that I have available for them. And I tell them, your goal by the end of our time previewing these materials is to have at least five different texts that you are interested in reading. And I make sure to emphasize to them that that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to read it or they're going to like it or they're going to want to stay with it, but it gives them a starting point so they, on the first day that we have that reading time, that they are going to dive in to something that they know they are already interested in. After we do the speed dating with the novels, that's when I'm pretty close to actually starting doing free choice reading in my classes. And I hold my students accountable on the Habits of Strong Readers rubric that I learned from Tina Hargaden. And on this rubric, it grades them in three areas. Selecting good fit books, so if they pick books that are interesting and easy to understand. Their reading stamina, so making sure they're lost in the book and they're prepared to begin on time and they read the whole time, and they're focused on reading, that they stay in their selected spot and they stay focused, and if they're fidgeting or doing anything, it doesn't disrupt anybody else or distract anyone. And so what I do is I put this rubric under the document camera, or you could give each student a copy to keep in their folder or in their binder, and I go through and talk to them about what each of these requirements looks like. And sometimes I actually pull students up to act out the different parts and they like it and they find enjoyment in it because they get to act like a quote unquote bad student. Um, but I often pull them up and have them model what this looks like. So I will do one class period, not a whole class, but I'll take one day during that reading time that I schedule every day and I will go over the Habits of Strong Readers rubric. Then the next day, 
I will have the students actually practice getting their materials from the shelf because I found the most success with reading and with my library and with students being respectful about it is by actually practicing my expectations. And we practice them and practice them so that they're routine. So I'll have the students get up and I usually call them section by section, not everyone at once because I don't want to stampede. Section by section to get up, go grab one reading material off the shelf, find a reading spot in the classroom and sit down. And once everyone has their item and they go back to their seats, I'll say, okay, time's up, go put your items away. They go put them away and they sit back in their spots. I will come to the reading area and tell them how they did. So I'll be like, wow, you guys did an awesome job putting all those items away, exactly how you found them, respecting our books. Or if they didn't quite put them away right, I'll make sure I show them and reteach them that expectation, reteach them that skill, because it's something that they don't necessarily do very often. And then I will have them practice getting the items again, going to their reading spot, putting the items away, and we'll do this two or three times to make sure that they know my expectations and they can do this successfully. This also prevents future issues and me having to have future conversations about my expectations if I lay them out clearly in the beginning. And then the next day, that's when I finally start free choice reading, where I will have them get up, get their book, and I always tell them, if you're not sure you're gonna like your book, grab two or three or four different options, if you have them available, and take those to your spot with you. Because part of their grade is staying in their selected reading spot. And if they have to get up to get a different material item, then they're not meeting that expectation. And I wanna set them up for success. So I always encourage them to grab more than one thing during reading time. The next tip I have for you is to start your reading time very short. We wanna build up their stamina on reading, especially if this is something they're not used to. So I will start my students with five minutes of silent reading time. And then depending on how that goes, maybe after a week or two, I'll bump it up to six minutes and we'll just kind of slowly build it up. I don't usually ever read for more than 10 minutes, um, but it's usually somewhere in between five to 10 minutes. I teach fifth through eighth graders and my general rule is you will never read for less minutes than the grade you're in. So my eighth graders will never read for less than eight minutes. Seventh graders will never read for less than seven. And that's the rule I use, but I build them up to that time before I expect them to be able to sit and stay focused and meet those expectations for a longer time period. And while they're reading, I know there's a lot of debate about what the teacher should do while they're reading, and I'm just gonna share what has worked for me. And so while they're reading, I walk around the classroom, especially when they first start, okay? So it's very different when you're first starting these routines and you wanna make sure the students have good materials that are fit for them and you wanna make sure they're following expectations and reading. I will have either a clipboard or a notebook and I walk around the classroom slowly and I just observe students. I will maybe put notes down on my paper, maybe if I think that they're reading a book that's not a good fit, I'll write that title down so that next class I can see if they grab that same title again or maybe they need a little bit of assistance picking a better fit book. Or I will, if a student is fidgeting or disrupting or making noises, I'll maybe sit down next to them and have them tell me about the book they're reading or why they picked it or just check in with them. Sometimes if I see a student has grabbed a book that's not a great fit for them, I'll go over to the shelf quietly and I'll grab two or three or four options that I think would be a better fit, and I bring them over to their spot, and I'm, I might say to them, hey, that book looks kind of boring. Why don't you check some of these out? And I leave them there, and I just walk away. So until these students have developed the skills to pick good fit books for themselves and to meet the expectations that you have set in front of them, 
I take a lot of time to make sure that I'm helping them meet those, those expectations for success. Once students know the expectations and generally meet them frequently, I will take a book off the shelf and I'll sit on my stool in front of the class and I will read with them because I don't get that time very often. I enjoy that time reading in the target language also and I want to model for them what that looks like. So sometimes when something exciting happens in the book, they'll hear me gasp or laugh or things like that and they know I'm reacting to what I'm reading and that it's okay for them to do that too and that's what I should hear when they're reading a book that's interesting, has things going on and that they enjoy. And so it's really important to do kind of combination of modeling reading for them and also supporting them in their ability to meet your expectations and meet that rubric or whatever you have laid out for them, those parameters for success. The one thing you want to make sure you're not doing during that time is using that as kind of a, I need to send some emails or I need to take attendance or I need to grade papers because the students are going to start to feel that that time is oh, she only puts this in our schedule so that she can get some stuff done, or she doesn't want to interact with us for this time, or whatever it is. So make sure you're using that time to support them or to model for them what it looks like to be a strong reader. So I hope this helps some of you listening to this figure out how you're going to start free choice reading with your classes. I highly encourage you to do so because research shows that picking up word meanings by reading is 10 times faster than intensive vocabulary instruction. And that's from Stephen Krashen, who's done some research on that, just a little. Um, and so I really encourage you to get your students into books and into class-created texts and into reading because it will help them acquire the language that much faster. Thanks for listening.